Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Hey, hey, welcome to Indie Fanatics Podcast. I am your host, Stan Callahan, and this is where we bring you the personal side of indie wrestling. So sit back and let's get to it. All right, here we are, Indie Fanatics Podcast, the first time we're videotaping anything. We'll see how that works out, but just a casual conversation with my guest, Big Plo. Um, He has shown up on the the Texas scene a lot recently, doing a lot of things, has uh, garnered a lot of love from the promoters and some of the boys running around, Um, and so this is going to be our opportunity to... uh, kind of do a Q&A and find out what he's all about, where he came from, and why he ended up here. So I guess let's get started with that. Where uh, where did you come from before you got here? Where were you at? I was born and raised in Chicago. So mm-hmm. everything I did uh, prior to coming to Dallas was in Chicago. Right. Absolutely. That was where I broke into business. That was where I got hurt. That was where I stopped wrestling. That was where I started my chef career, which I had for many, many years before I got back into wrestling. Right. So let's start there. Who trained you? How long did you train? How long did you work before your injury? That sort of stuff. Sure. So I started training at the end of 2003. I was trained up there uh, at Windy City Wrestling, the original WCW, uh, which then turned into uh, Windy City Pro Wrestling. And that was uh, Supermax, Sam DeSero, Ace Steel, those guys up there. Right. So you probably heard Christopher Daniels did a whole bunch up there in Chicago and he was really big. Uh, he had just broken in probably a year or two right before me. So. And and how long did you work before your injury? Uh, two and a half, three years. Right. Yeah. And what happened? Uh, just got dropped on my head. <laughs> I had to have a spinal. <laughs> the fusion. story. The, the story of uh, what happened? Fucking somebody dropped me on my fucking head, dude. That's it. So <laughs> I could never work again. I immediately had to have spinal surgery. So mm. I do have a fusion. Uh, a lot of you have seen my X-ray. It, it's quite big right so. I, I think i did see it where there's you know all the screws and rods going almost completely up and down the whole Absolutely. back you know yeah. not not some of it not the not the, the this minute it's the whole all the way up and down it was on sale so i said just do it fuse the whole thing let's just get it, get it done all at once yeah. how long were you uh in recovery and whatnot 11 months of therapy yeah 11 months of hard rehab for a year i couldn't lift anything heavier than a gallon of milk and uh, couldn't walk again. I went from a wheelchair to a walker to a cane to nothing. Yeah, that's that's always weird uh, having to relearn all that shit over again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I had my shoulder surgery and you know didn't be I couldn't use my left arm for I don't know three months or so, and then started the rehab. And yeah. like you said, trying to you know things you take for granted, reaching out, picking up a cup of coffee, something yep. like that, is all of a sudden just gone. Exactly. So, what made you move here to? Uh, to, so, to the Dallas area. Sure. So uh, after after leaving pro wrestling, you know, I, I left wrestling um, because I figured I'd only put in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So there really wasn't anything for me to do 
in the back or anything right, like right, that. So right. I just figured, yeah, I'm just going to leave it behind. I, I'd grown up working in a pizzeria. My family owned a pizzeria in Chicago. So I already knew the restaurant world right. a little bit. So I figured, let me just go to culinary school, get a degree of some kind, right. you know, and then uh, that can be my new career. So right. started cooking professionally and uh, decided I didn't like to cook other people's food. Mm-hmm. I wanted to cook my own food. And uh, every chef, every uh, Chicago chef pretty much told me, uh, Chicago is where you, uh, where you come after you've made a name for yourself. You'll never make a name for yourself here. Oh, right. So you have to go somewhere else and then you come back and we'll accept you. But right now, no, n- nobody cares about you right, right now. Right, right. And I took that to heart. So I, I said, you know what, fine. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere where the, the food scene is about to e- explode, mm-hmm. which is Dallas. Uh, it's still Dallas, you know, it's still all, all over Texas, honestly, but, uh, it was really, really big here. So, uh, that was it. Just packed up one weekend and headed south. No, no relatives here. You just said, this is where I'm going. I did have my dad here. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. There was something familiar down here. (laughs) Cause I always wonder that like people show up in a town and you're like, so where are you from? Hawaii. What made you move here? Nah, I just needed a change. And I'm like, so like you just picked this place and you just moved there and they're like, yeah, I did. I'm like. Well, that's yeah. kind of strange. Yeah. You, you know, move somewhere where you don't know. You're almost like you're running from the cops it's or something. True. You know, that's true. They got bad bad karma back wherever they came from. So yeah. So I mean, it, it wasn't completely random, but yeah. it was it was random for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you you like it here? I it's, do. Yeah, yeah. It's been great. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was great for my my culinary career. You know, right. It was really fun trying to uh, help people open restaurants because I ended up doing a restaurant consulting firm instead of just being a chef because right. I wanted to help people open their restaurants and I wanted to create my own food and menus and stuff mm-hmm. for others because I don't want to own a restaurant now. Right. I feel like I'm too young. It's kind of like being married. You get you know tied down too young, mm-hmm. you don't want to do it. Right. I'm no spring chicken now, so now I might think about it, but back then, you know. Yeah, and the problem with running a restaurant, if, if you actually own it and run it you're there from the time it opens till it closes and then you got to shut it down start all over the next day and <laughs> absolutely yeah there's usually it's only tough. about three or four or five hours between yes it would suck yeah a lot so you're married to your restaurant just yeah. like you're married to your spouse absolutely and just like you get married to wrestling <laughs> but, but but to me that's a better part of the marriage <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly so um, so we'll, we'll go into that. So you, you, you got injured in Chicago. You, you came here. You, well, you went to school, uh, culinary school there and you, you, uh, you moved here and, uh, what made you decide to get back into the wrestling? It was, uh, completely random. It was, um, I hadn't watched wrestling. I hadn't been to a show in quite a while. Right. Uh, and then the, March, 2021, I went to, uh, there was a show at the Haltom Theater, Lance Romance's Smash Mouth right, right, Brawl, right. right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The main event was Carlito and JTG. But That's the there, first time you came back? That was the first time. Really? That's the first time I met you, so yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. And so I just, uh, just, I was there, I was in the front row, and I'm just watching it, and uh, I kind of started like tear up, and I was like, I'll never forget, I was watching, it, it was Gino Medina and Nate Bradley and Lance mm. was in Gino's corner and uh something clicked there and is it just said you know you should you should try to do something mm-hmm. in the business and I didn't realize that it was going to be commentary I didn't know what it was going to be but I just wanted to get back in and this was like po- sort of post pandemic part 1 right right at right at this time right. so uh, my, my, my culinary career had kind of tanked because all the restaurants were shut down. 
Right. So I lost 80% of my consulting clients pretty much overnight mm -hmm. when it was like, hey, the city's about to make us close. We're not going to have anything that, you know, we're going to have workers. We're going to have a food shortage. We're going to have, have all this. We can't be paying you. Right. You know, so uh, I needed something else. So I just figured what a good time to get back into the wrestling business. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that's always stable. Yeah. Yeah. That never goes anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy because there's still promotions in Austin that, that haven't even started back. Yeah. Um, as you know, Inspire, yeah. they this they had their first show back in December Absolutely. Uh, 2021. So yeah. that's, you know, I mean, that's I think he said it was almost two years for uh, yeah. for not running a show. Um, you know, I, and I thought it was weird. Because you know, guys are out there making a living doing this—not um, a—not a million dollar living, but they're making a living, sure. and then all of a sudden, everything just shut down, and they had nowhere to go, nothing yeah. to do. All of a sudden, everybody was freaking out. Oh my God, what are we gonna? What are we gonna be able to do now? That's right. So um, it's good that things are coming back. Yep. It sucks that the Amacore or whatever the Cron <laughs> yeah, or whatever exactly. the hell that thing is, and. Yeah. Uh, just like oh my god, I just I hope it doesn't uh, shut. I don't think it'll shut things down again. I don't think so. You know, it seems to be more con more contagious, but less harmful. Right, right, right. So yeah. ho hopefully, it's just like a little cold, and you know, we don't have to shut down. Right, right. I don't want to shut down again. Right. So let's talk a little bit about what um, some of the promoters. It, it a lot of times it's really hard to get yourself into the good graces of a promoter sure. or even to, to be able to let the, you know, for them to let you do anything. Yeah. Um, what promoters did you start contacting? Um, you know, kind of what was their vibe at first and then what, what happened after sure. you know, all of that? You know, I, I, I owe everything currently to Lance Romance. He was the one that I first re reached out to. I said, you know, I had a great time at your show. I said, here, here's my story. And he was just, he kind of invited me along to, every other show that he was uh attending at the time and so it was uh kind of a uh, uh you're cool by association but of course it's lance so you're also kind of guilty, guilty. by association yeah. but I, I, and, and 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 what side of that 50 50 part <laughs> you're on depends on what day of the week it is with lance <laughs> yeah absolutely so, so i mean it, i think in, in the eyes of some promoters it's like oh lance is co-signing right plus so you know he's cool people uh, on the other hand, there are people who are saying, oh, he hangs out with Lance Romance. Fuck that guy. Right. So, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I'm honored to work with the people that I work for. You know, I've, I've, I have done work for uh, VIP, for DFW, for uh, G GWF, Indie Wrestling Expo. So right, right, right. There have been yeah. a lot of up here in DFW. Yeah. That yeah. Welcome to me. And, and you're starting to, to, to go out as well. Um, I know that you and Lance came down, which, by the way, you guys got to look out for on on A&E. Um, on &E. You know, you guys came down to AAPW in Austin <laughs> when A&E uh, &E was filming one of their, their uh, Shipping Wars episodes. Yeah. Uh, the very next night we went to Inspire. Yeah. Or next day we next went to day, Inspire. Yeah. Uh, you guys are going down in uh, January 2022 down to Dog Pound um, to go check that out. Um, yeah. I think Indie Fanatics podcast, Indie Fanatics itself, I'm trying to make a little network thing. Trying to, It's going to be 100% content-based yeah. instead of just a podcast. It'll be a mix of both. So, you know, you guys going out and about, and, and, and I'm going to show up. I think it's going to be loads of fun. Yeah. Um, I've got some other – I've spent so much money on – 
um, gear, as you can see around the room. I, I got so much gear. I just, I need to start using it now. And oh, I've yeah. got more, like I said, I've got more gear coming. So mm. um, I think this year is going to be all about content. I want to be the king of, of indie content, wrestling content here, yes. in, at least in Texas. I don't know if I'll be able to make, you know, U.S. Hey. travels, but there's enough promotions around that you could do it here, you oh, know? Texas is huge. That That's the one thing that, you know, I was kind of naive to just how large a state it was, but mm-hmm. also how, how big the wrestling c- community is. Yeah. And also, how much talent is here? I mean, right. you don't have to fly in people from all coasts. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can build an incredible card just from the people here in Texas. I mean, and, and you know, you got the people that are from here, you know, the Sammy Gravaras, Thunder Rosa, yeah. um, MJF has been in and out of here just for, for years. He's been in and out of here. Um, you know, and it's funny because I always laugh about how when World Class was here, this was the hub. Of course, I only knew from here because we didn't have cable back then. Sure. Um, but that's where everybody came from was here. Right. You know, um, Bagwell, he was here as the handsome stranger. Um <laughs> Um, what's his name? The one, two, three kid. He was here as the lightning kid. Right. Um, you know, the free birds were here. All of the, you know, Tully Blanchard was from San Antonio. Yeah. All the big names came from here. And, and I, I hope that the younger guys that are coming in have figured all of that out. And they're right. going, look, man, this is the, there's a lot of tradition here in, in sure. Texas, a lot of tradition. Tons. So, um, it's cool. And, and, you know, and, and it, it is it, like you said, the community is so cool. Um, we, uh, we have the, the dinner club, you know, we, we were out last night, you know, me and you and Lance Romance and Kong and, and Todd Hetch. And we just go out and hang out, make fun of each other, tell stories, harass the waiters. Just, we have such a good damn time. And, and that's how it is. It it, it is and should be everywhere, you know? So, um, what are some of the, I, I know you mentioned some like Gino and whatnot. What are some of the, uh. Some of the guys that you watch and you're just like, holy crap. And yes, you'll probably get heat because you'll forget somebody yeah, and they'll, exactly. they'll send you a message. And just so you know, that's text, that's the Texas scene. Hey man, <laughs> you mentioned 19 people, but, but you forgot me. I, I can't, you can't remember everybody exactly. while you're in the middle of an interview. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So just as you said that, I, I went completely blank and I can't think of anybody's name. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, um, the two guys I mentioned, Gino and uh, Nate Bradley, are two of the most incredible athletes right. I've ever yeah. seen. Um, yeah. Uh, man, there's uh, the underground king, Brian Keith. The new, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The new yeah. Texas pro champion is incredible. Uh, Q, who held that belt for 600-plus days. Right. I mean, um, the women, we have Kate, you know. Up, oh, yeah, yeah. Up here in DFW, who was just signed to WOW. You know, yep. you have, uh, of course, everybody who comes out of DFW All Pro and Lou Gotti's uh, program seems to really hit the ground running and just right. be incredible. Uh, there's just so so much talent. Yeah, you could you can never go and of course you know you're going to have like APW is the student show. Oh man, you go there and you kind of watch and see. Okay, that guy's got you know he's a big dude. You know this that and the other. Um, one of them is like uh, Zeke, you know, just a Zeke huge thick guy. Aaron Atlas, is yes. It? I mean, just Aaron Atlas looks like money. Just he's, looks he's, like a superstar. I, if if I had to guess, I'd say he's under a year. You know, and it's amazing. And and so, you know, like you said, there's so much talent here. There's so much talent that wants to come here, and there's so much talent being trained here yeah. all the time. Yeah. Texas wrestling has always been really good. Um, there was a time back in the um, late 90s, early 2000s where 
the, the promotions were getting TV, you know, local TV right. deals. And it was just absolutely crazy. And, and I think we could get back to that point. We just have so. to have to watch the a lot of the politicking and stuff like that. Um, you know, because like I said, you got Rodney, Jazz, and and uh, Thunder Rosa. They have their place down in San Antonio. Sure, yeah. Thunder Rosa runs her own uh, Mission Pro Wrestling right. um, all over the place. Um, Jazz and Rodney have Dog Pound. You, you know, like you said, DFW All Pros got their their school. Um, plus, they run shows all the time. Yeah. Do they always run at Haltom? Usually, yeah, they always run in Haltom. So yeah, that's because that uh, the one time I went, man, that place was packed. It, they Full. got a hell of a crowd. Yeah, right? all the time. Um, I went to the to one of Rodney's and Jazz's shows down there in San Antonio. Same thing, yeah. just packed. And where they go at, at Woodlawn Gym was actually where uh, Shawn Michaels ran his shows sure. when he ran, when he was had the school down yeah. there in San Antonio. So yeah, it's it's loads of loads of fun. Um, anything that you're uh, you can't wait to see or what what things. What things are going on this year? Yeah, I mean, it seems like 2022 is really about to be big, especially with, of course, WrestleMania being here. You know, I've never, I, I looked online to see the date. Um, I think I'm going to try and take that whole, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing off right. and come up here and just, you know, hang out the whole weekend and just go to the different shows and just yeah. have a blast. I mean, we're, we're going to see 24 hours, it, it seems like, on the Sunday because there's going to be an afternoon show before Mania. There's going to be like a twelve o'clock show after Mania. Right. So I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a long week. Yeah. I might lose my voice in the commentary <laughs> booth, you know, right. that week. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I I can't wait. I I I think you know, anytime big shows have come down through here, Dallas, Houston, or San Antonio, yeah. I just always like, man, I don't know if I want to get in the middle of all of that. But it's I think at this point. If uh, if I want to be the king of content for Texas wrestling, what better time I have no content? choice. I have to be up here. <laughs> um, you know, luckily for uh, me, all of my all of my vacation just got uh, bumped up because of January one. So well, now I can start doing all of that, and and yeah. I, I I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna have loads of fun. Um, they're gonna do all kinds of stuff, which you know is awesome. But you know, you have stuff going on. You have you know, you do the Instagram lives and I things do, like that. Yeah. Do you have anything? Social media wise, because I, you know, everybody puts out, you know, what are my resolutions for? <laughs> and like I said, mine is different. I want to put put more miles. If I there's a show going on, and even if I can't make it for the show, come up for the after yeah. hanging out thing, you know, um, that sort of stuff. Uh, what are you going to be doing for social media? Well, I can tell you this: my my major goal for 2022 is I want somebody to I want to come out of retirement and fight. White rapper Bubba Sparks. Oh shit! Here we go. Yeah, I, I want to. Let's do this. I want to beat his ass. I'm not going to explain why. If you know, you know. Uh, I want somebody to book us in a street fight. Yeah, I really do. Uh, but no, it, my my whole brand is all about positivity. So I mean, I I, I will just continue to grow my online brand. I was about to say your hat. Yeah, your trucker hats. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. This is from the inappropriate trucker hat store out in Prosper, Texas. They're going to start to uh, sell these. So. 
Uh, yeah, and then I have my own merch. Everything's linked on my bio, B-I-G-P-L-O, on Instagram. So, I Un- mean... Unlike uh, good old Lance, uh, Big Plow, he can never get it right. Big Plow, yeah. You know, two people in the world call me that. Uh, ASF and Lance Romance, so it's fine. <laughs> call me Big Plow if you want to. But, right. Uh, but, no, just continue to grow the, the social media platform that I have and uh, try to try to meld, you know, my, my pre-wrestling and my current... Mm-hmm. Um, groups together right that's like i like the deal you did with gino and just so you know I'm, and and that's the coolest thing of me at this point being at my age and and my longevity since the late 90s and sure. in, in the wrestling business is I, i've always wanted to do the sit down at a restaurant thunder rosa's doing it i think she's calling it taco conversations or something like, just did yeah yeah great, sitting yeah. around eating tacos watch i don't see why everybody couldn't do it and and i saw yours i'm like that is exactly what yeah. that's exactly what i want um, I just, I, I think I was on one of Lance Romance's, uh, deals. He's talking about getting outside of your comfort zone. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to be, I'm, I'm about to have to be very uncomfortable only because <laughs> I would love to do those, but I, I, I can't walk into a restaurant and go, Hey dude, what? I want to shoot this thing. Can I just, and you know what I mean? I, I just, and so, like, I try and hide the camera, and I, right. I have my GoPro, so I'll set it on the table and kind of lean it up. Then, it, you know, the sun or whatever is so you can't see it. Yep, yep. And I'm like, and, and yours looked absolutely fantastic. Well, you know, you know Thunder Rosa's looks absolutely great. We got you know, super so. lucky because uh, I, I knew the owner of that particular place. Right. And I, I just told him, I said, you know, I need a kind of quiet spot to film. Uh, the first one, I... I filmed, but I didn't actually put out, uh, was me and uh, Helio Guerra, one of my favorite people in the whole business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that one, we actually closed down a restaurant. We said, can, can, can we come in after hours and film? Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, having the kind of followers that I have, people are like, oh, he's got a lot of followers, so we should. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Which, which, which yeah. helps. But, uh, yeah, I'm finding more and more people, though, just kind of do it shotgun wedding style. They just kind of, they don't ask for permission. They just set the camera up and start filming, which is cool uh, because, I mean, it only really takes a smartphone, a tripod, a microphone. Yeah, yeah. It really doesn't. It's not a lot. So, of do you have a microphone? I do. Yeah, yeah. That 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 plugs into my to my phone. Right, right, right. And I mean, you know, it gets high enough quality. Yeah. um, High enough for you know, which is one of the things too that um, Biss from Inspire, you know, he he and I have a little bit of a disagreement. On it, but you know, he's like, you do content is king. Whoever can produce the most content mm-hmm. usually will win. And I'm like, yeah, but there's a difference between, like you said, sitting in a restaurant where you can hear absolutely nothing. Which, by the way, you remember I had the uh, the camera out, which was just filming or actually just recording audio when you were down in Austin. Right, can't hear a thing. Really, so much noise. Oh, that sucks. You guys talk, and you can barely hear you guys. I start talking because it was closer to me. You could hear me. But then you guys will start talking. You hear the glasses clanging oh, sure, and the yeah. people talking around. And so, yeah, content is king, but it's got to be, yeah. you got to be able to, 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 to hear it, see it, it whatnot. It's so, like I tell all the wrestlers, you have to invest in yourself. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Set the alarm. Yeah. So you, you have to invest in yourself, whether it's your gear, you know, I always say when you go to a show, you know, who's serious about their right, shit. Absolutely. Right? Because, yep. you know, I can say from the, uh, AAPW show, Aaron Atlas looks like money. You can mm-hmm. tell that he invested his gear, his gears tight, clean. It's good. Yeah. Eddie Martinez up here, horsepower. That dude has more 
colors of gear than I've ever seen right. somebody that young have. Right. He just invests in himself. And for content creators, you know, I had to really take it seriously and say, look, if, if I'm going to produce any kind of content, whether it be the mukbang interviews or my own shit, I have to invest in equipment. You know, obviously, right? right? And it yeah. costs money to put out quality content. You can't do shit on like a Nokia phone and expect it to, you know. Right. Yep. Which, again, you know, I, I'm going to use a lot of phone stuff. I just... While I was waiting on you to get here, I was looking at uh, YouTube shorts. Yeah. I'm going to start doing a lot of YouTube shorts yeah. um, and mess with that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to 2022. I'm going to try and get with you and, and uh, Lance about uh, uh, an Indie Fanatics kind of uh, network deal where, yeah. you know, you guys help me out with some 10-minute yeah. little interviews, just like you said, just on your phone. and. Yeah. And email it to me or text it to me, whatever. So, um, you know, one thing that I think is severely lacking in Texas are the pre and post shows. Yes. I, I really think people need to start taking that more seriously. Right. And I yeah. think that's something that we can do. And, and, that, and, and we have talked about that, yeah. you know, doing, you know, Indie Fanatics after party or, yeah. you know, going down there and, and, and getting with the guys. And that's, again, we're, we're looking to do all kinds of content. It's, yeah. it's going to be great stuff. Exactly. Uh, any last words? I just want to let people know, Austin, Texas, guys, this guy's got this incredible studio Fucking space. badass, dude. Bro. Yeah. I mean, promo pictures, promos, anything you can possibly want to create. Sit-down interviews. Sit-down interviews. You want to do a short movie. Yeah. You want to do short content. You know, you know, dude, it's it, studios like you haven't seen before. State-of-the-art, honestly. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're it's nice. incredible. So, so. Yeah. Invest in yourself. Don't do promo videos in your fucking bathroom with the fan on. You know. Yeah. Think. Make it look professional. Yeah. That's absolutely. Anything else? No. You good? I'm, I'm good, brother. All right. This was uh, the Indie Fanatics podcast uh, up here in Dallas. Um, check us all out. See you guys. Later. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people with different political views and life experiences are coming together through the power of conversation, and it feels good. Hear more at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council.